Hey, <laughs> rewatchers. All right. Yep. We are here reporting live. This episode's going out right after we record it. That's right. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Amon. And welcome to our day one recap episode of the Highlander 30th anniversary gathering in Lakeland, Florida. The land of lakes. Butter. Yeah, Florida. it's a confusing place. It's I mean, a buttery place. It's Lakeland. I mean, yeah, there are, in fact, lake, lots of lakes. But there's, it's land. I don't understand. <laughs> what, that it's not water? Well, the whole a, thing is not a, a giant lake. It's lake land. Are you saying Lakeland's an oxymoron? Yes. Great. Mm. Cool. That's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. <There's> a, the, <laughs> so there are all these beautiful bucolic lakes littering the landscape that have, like, Christmas trees suspended in the middle of them, which is a little strange, but why not? It's and cool there's a lot of swan, like swans and, like, other waterfowl. Dinosaur-looking birds. Yeah, and, like, homeless people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, too. You saw a homeless person? Several. Many. Many. Where? With drug problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Yeah, just oh, yeah, walking yeah. around. Oh, I didn't see any. Weird. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we got here uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, we enjoyed a wonderful fish sandwich at Mr. Fish. And yeah. Mr. Fish. Mr. Fish. Hey, every nibble, a good bite. Oh, it was That's great. Right. It was uh, really anyway, good. but yeah. you guys don't want to hear about Mr. Fish. They do. That's actually why they're here. Root beer, yeah. tartar sauce, coleslaw. Fried clams. Oh, man. Let's keep talking about this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Highlights. <laughs> anyway, but the convention started yesterday, uh, Saturday morning, uh, with the sword experience. A um, right. lot of people mm-hmm. taking that. And, Kyle, you spoke to a lot of people that took the class. Uh, what's the, uh, what was the vibe? Well, everyone said it was really awesome. We actually, I was surprised by the number of repeat attendees uh, who had attended sword experiences elsewhere. Uh, or who had lured their friends to come with them just to the sword experience. So that was kind of interesting. Everyone kind of uniformly said it was righteous. Yeah, and it looked like a workout. People were sweaty and... <laughs> totally. And yeah. I believe they were, they were doing the choreography from, from The Gathering, which is kind of cool. Mm, it was a pizza... or Bob Anderson choreography, I think Adrian Paul mentioned, yeah. that they used. From the, uh, the first episode, yeah. from the... Uh, the fight in the uh, like the weird warehouse, uh, the weird Duncan warehouse. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is almost fitting around here. Like around this hotel are just like weird piles of dirt everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Like literally, you walk ten feet from this hotel and you're like at Axis Chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, oh uh, yeah, there's like a bunch of strange industrial parks nearby. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an odd town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, after that, I guess, Eamon, you attended one of the panels uh, from a non-Highlander star, but a star nonetheless. That's right. Uh, the actress Dee Wallace was here. Um, she was pretty, pretty funny, pretty blunt. Um, she was basically demanding the audience ask her questions, which I thought was pretty funny. She was like, I'm not going to sing and dance for you up here, folks. <laughs> um, but she told some stories about Cujo, like how she... like smashed her arm through a like piece of glass and then had to like run to a house and her arm was completely cut up and bleeding and like they made her retake the shot before going to the emergency room <laughs> she also told a story about like a stunt double who like when she put her hand out like a dog was supposed to like attack and then they like wrapped the t- wrapped like the the take and the director's like we got it and he went yes and this trainer went like yes and then the dog jumped up and bit her nose off Holy she also sh- told that story <laughs> Holy um, shit! that was also Cujo yeah <laughs> so, wow ugh. so that dog was a 
Real bad dog. Yeah, apparently. But um, he's a method acting dog. Yeah, a method acting dog. <laughs> she told some good stories about Steven Spielberg and Rob Zombie. Um, it, it was two two names that don't get often yeah, mentioned in the same not, sentence. They're not she, mushed together. Because she's an ET. And what was the Rob Zombie movie? I have no idea. She was didn't she, say what it was called. Hmm. But well, she's got like a hundred and sixty. Yeah. Like, Mostly slasher films yeah. under her belt, yeah. so you know that's a lot of stuff. But it was fun. Yeah, it was an, it was a good little good little panel. Awesome for for D Wallace for D Wallace. What that's does right. D Wallace look like? <laughs> oh boy, that lady. <laughs> We're not completing that joke. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh, so after that, uh, Adrian Paul and Elizabeth Grayson put together a little surprise. Uh, for the uh, the convention goers here, uh, Kyle, you were the only one who went to that. So you want to tell us uh, what that was all about? Yeah, so this was kind of fascinating, actually. And they, it was funny. They gave so many like weird disclaimers at the beginning. They're like, "We just put this together. This hasn't been workshopped." Like, blah blah blah. So, so let's they, critique it here on our podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so they put it together very quickly, and apparently, uh, you know, it it stemmed from the fact that Elizabeth Grayson has the rights to do like YA novels based on Highlander: The Raven. So in any case, it was basically set up, they had two desks set up on either end of the stage with Adrian Paul and Elizabeth Grayson being at one each. And it begins with Adrian Paul, like, you know, 10 to 15 years after the close of the Highlander series, looking up Amanda and writing her a letter. And then it starts this, like, email or this letter correspondence between the two of them. And it starts off just kind of, like, surface level and kind of lovey-dovey stuff. They kind of catch you up on where their relationships have gone and... And things like that. And then slowly, uh, a more kind of sinister plot starts creeping into their correspondence. Uh, it kind of, it was, it was very cool. Uh, like, a lot of the just, like, emotional character building stuff was really interesting. Once the plot kind of got going, it was, a, it was a little hard to follow. And very strange. <laughs> so, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see what comes of that. Yeah, should I explain the plot of this thing? Yeah, why don't you touch on it just briefly? So briefly, the way it goes is like, I guess somebody takes over, the, a, a new person takes over the Watchers with a kind of Horton-esque agenda. And he is looking for the Methuselah Stone, which is not something we've fully explored in where we are in Highlander, but we've introduced the concept of like the shards of that stone. So that Luther was trying to collect for magic reasons right so this watcher is looking for it and he's teamed up with an evil more evil ancient immortal who is like a czarist <laughs> back in back in russia who may or may not have been involved in killing rasputin um they team up with this guy balthazar and they're killing they're like hunting down immortals and like mythos is in hiding and no one can find joe so it was like it was kind of interesting. The plot, plot ratcheted up very quickly, so it was like a little tough. But then uh, they did a little they little, little dance at the end. Oh. They finally meet up in person and did a little dance, and it was very sweet. Did they do the dance, or was the dance just in just described? In the they just described it. No, <laughs> remember I, last night when, when I held your hand and <laughs> put my other hand around your hip, and we went back and forth together. Yeah, there was it was rhythmic. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Are we describing a dance? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing that was very funny is anytime they were they were talking about taking descending into the bone zone, uh, <laughs> Adrian Paul had like a duck call <laughs> that he would blow. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> this is not a joke. That would. Well, that I mean, was it was like a the, joke. That was like the alarm to say like 
the the good stuff's coming? Or? That was like the instead of saying like the good stuff, like <laughs> is it like the yada yada yada? And then we crack. Yeah, basically. <laughs> maybe like I I could really. It's like I, I maybe I do just miss a roll in the hay. Next time you come in, we should. And then they would like blow the duck horn. Uh, I get it. That's, That's pretty funny. Two things about that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've one, one we. We need to be doing duck calls now on the podcast <laughs> all the time because we talk about that a lot. Uh, but also, yeah, like, but we also use the words. We, yes. use, we use the big kid words. But, but that's the thing is in that letter, like, Dun- like Duncan's sex and sex sexting game is like ratcheted up. Like he's <laughs> just like, yo, you want to come over? And and he did he write just, that he, word. He actually just sends the eggplant <laughs> emoji. Uh, no, it was mostly Amanda writing the words, and then Duncan would interrupt her from across the, the stage by blowing the duck call. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. No. That's funny. It was pretty funny, actually, but it was... <laughs> Do you want to describe how the stage was set up a little bit? Because it was kind of unique. Yeah, so there was just like a sofa in the middle, and then there were these two tiny desks to either side, one of which had a picture of our event promoter Michael Lashman <laughs> on it. With his wife? Yeah, with his wife. So Adrian Paul was just staring at that the entire time. <laughs> Which, okay. <laughs> anyway. yeah, it was like a li- like, kind of like a living room sort of setup. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. With a couch and it's cozy. And for the majority of it, they're kind of just either sitting at a desk or just kind of milling around it. And then at some points, they would, when someone would like disappear for a while, they'd kind of go off stage or, you know, uh, Amanda was stationed in Venice at the time. Mac apparently moved to London and has a dog. It was a dog? It was established that Mac gets a dog. Ooh. Oh. Did, did they say what the dog's name was? They did not. Though one of the first questions when it was done was, what kind of dog does Duncan McCloud have? <laughs> he, Adrian Paul theorized it would be a large shaggy dog. Not a mm. Scottish terrier? Oh. I should have fielded that. <laughs> you know, just to workshop this dog idea. Yeah. <laughs> you got to really ratchet that up. That's the only problem you had with the, the story was that the dog was unknown. <laughs> the and that's under- all they need to fix. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Otherwise, just cut print. But it was cool. <laughs> it was like a half hour or so long. Uh, like I said, a lot of the emotional content I thought was actually very strong. Um, but they teased that they might be working together on kind of building this into something else, like a, like a series of, of books based on the kind of after years. Also, a weird theory was posited about what happens when you clone an immortal. That was strange. Hmm. We'll have to get into that yeah, later. We'll, we'll, that's a topic for another time. Uh, so we should also ver- talk very briefly that we did a panel. That's right. Uh, we conducted a panel called Crossing Swords Live with F. Bron McGash and Anthony DeLongis. Um, so for everyone out there, stay tuned to our Facebook page. Uh, we're actually going to have a video of it, which is going to be really cool. Uh, yeah. Jeremy, the director of uh, the Highlander fan film The Watcher, uh, did a great job filming it. And so we're going to be putting that together in the next week or so. Uh, and we're going to be releasing that episode to you. But we had a, we sat down with them for uh, about an hour and had a great conversation about uh, their involvement on the show, um, how they got started into swordplay, and um, their philosophies on stage fighting, screen fighting, all that sort of stuff. It was really exciting. Yeah, it was very exciting. Uh, we also got some unique little anecdotes that... Hearing the two of them talk together about how sword fighting works is pretty incredible because, you know, yeah. we've, we at least were able to speak to Anthony DeLongis once in the past. But we're, you know, we can't quite speak the same language when it comes to the ins and outs of sword play and martial arts and things like that. So hearing the two of them bounce off each other was, was very interesting. And you got a little firsthand display of Mr. DeLongis's whip 
work. Good gravy. This might have been. I think this is the highlight for. It wasn't. It didn't even happen to me. But this is my highlight. I think of the the convention so far. Yeah. So he just had me stand and just started cracking the whip in my direction, which is incredibly intimidating. But he's got like a big smile on his face when he did it. So like yeah. that was at least like calming. But yeah. Then he like had me stick a pen out and like would wrap the whip around the pen. Did he well, wrap it around your neck as well? Or was no, it but my your arm. arm? Okay. But like, he did in my one. head, I was like, yeah. get his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I deserve it. Uh, one of the things that was kind of funny, though, is like he did it once really loosely around my arm. And I was like, oh, okay. Ha, ha, ha. And he's like, no, but like that can, that can go differently. And then he does it again. And it was very tight on my arm. Like he was pulling me. Wow. Like very steps forward. It's like I cannot disentangle my arm. Awesome. And actually, yeah, I guess um, if you haven't already, we did post a, a little video of that mm-hmm. uh, online. And we might have another video of that coming soon. Uh, but, yeah, check on our Facebook page because there's a video of Kyle getting whipped at. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, I try to keep it cool. But it is, in fact, incredibly intimidating. <laughs> it was it's, awesome. It's kind of rad. Uh, so then Kyle and Eamon attended the Highlander panel uh, hosted by John Mosby, a uh, guest and friend of the show, who is the author of Fearful Symmetry, The Essential Highlander Guide. Um, and it was uh, intended by Efron McAsh, Anthony Delongis, Elizabeth Grayson, and Adrian Paul. So do you guys want to tell us a little bit about what uh, was talked about there? Yeah, there were some fun like inside stories. Um, Adrian Paul told a pretty pretty intense story about the actor who played Ursa. Yeah, and he also has a very funny French impression. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this guy he, was, that guy was technically Belgian, but yeah. still. He actually did the French impression a lot during the panel. <laughs> like, it was a, a solid like, 5% of the words he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently the actor who played Ursa got like really drunk on set. I think somebody told us this before on the podcast but we got a little bit more detail and he kept on bragging about how much he weighed and like almost chopped adrian's like head in half and was asking why he didn't do his own stunts and <laughs> just all this crazy stuff yeah because he wouldn't like take like a jump that was like a 15 foot drop that the stunt man was supposed to do yeah. and they were like waiting for the stunt man to get on set and the guy was like why don't you do it yeah. <laughs> like, it's like all right <laughs> yeah so that was kind of funny also apparently he bit him at one point what yeah there was he like bit a him. Yeah. yeah like i mean it was like in the script that, okay like, that he was supposed to bite but he like really bit him and it like really hurt <laughs> it's like, yeah. crazy this is an insane person apparently when f braun mcash came on the show he's the one that said no more wine at lunch <laughs> <laughs> he, That's a good idea. He cut the wine ration, and everyone yeah. was pretty mad about it. <laughs> and there was a funny story about um, they all got bottles of cognac from, from Hennessy. Because uh, I guess on one episode, he swings from a Hennessy sign. Uh, and it, it, it was pretty funny. Uh, I forget. Oh, Jim Burns, Liz Grayson, and Adrian Paul polished off three quarters of a bottle of cognac in Adrian Paul's Paris hotel room. That (laughs) was pretty funny. That's about right. That sounds good. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. Uh, And one of the other really exciting things uh, that we've been doing at this convention is we've debuted our magnet set. It's our Highlander hero collectible magnet set. Uh, And it features five beautiful uh, illustrations by Eamon himself, famed Philadelphia illustrator, um, and we teamed up with Davis Panzer Productions, and we've been working on these for quite a while. Uh, and it's really exciting because these are kind of one of the. Uh, there's, you know, 
this is a new piece of Highlander merchandise out there. Uh, so it's something everyone out there can kind of add to their fandom and collect. Uh, we're hoping to do even more of these in the future, which is going to be really exciting. Uh, so it features um, Duncan McLeod, uh, Amanda, Mythos, Joe, and then a really cool kind of al- alternate Duncan of him in the 1600s in his kind of tartan garb. His, his, his uh, barbarian Highlander outfit that we, we love so much. Yeah. So these are really rad. We're going to have all the shipping and purchasing details on our Facebook page as soon as we get back. Uh, but, yeah, they're, like, high quality. We didn't want to skimp on this stuff. So I know sometimes you can go online and there's kind of weird knockoff Islander products. That's not what this is, baby. This is the good stuff. That's right. Absolutely. Oh, one more fun thing that was, was brought up during the uh during the panel, apparently they were always fighting for locations with X Files. Oh right, yeah. Which was filming in Canada at the same time, so apparently that happened a few times. So they have to like accelerate shooting because the X Files crew <laughs> needed to come in. You know, I've been meaning to mention this like I think all season, and I keep forgetting to. Is I've been rewatching the X Files as well recently, uh, and it's also shot in Vancouver, of course. So like. Two things, like Highlander actors are all over the place. Like it, yeah. it's like the same cast half the time. Like all the guest stars are. It's like, oh, that's that villain from that episode. That's that doctor from this episode, um, which is kind of fun and just kind of cool uh, to recognize those people. Um, but also like the locations, as you said, like they'll be walking down alleys and streets, and it's like, oh, I know where that is. Like, <laughs> uh, that's where Duncan fought whatever and fought whatever like a monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that's where he fought those evil cockroaches in that episode of X-Files, right? Yeah. That's where he fought that sewer monster. <laughs> Honestly, an X-Files Highlander crossover would have been pretty fantastic, I think. It almost could make sense. I think it would like make sense. Mulder has pictures of an ancient immortal. And yeah. He's like, Scully, do you realize this is the same person? <laughs> is that your Dana's Scully impression? Yep. <laughs> Playing out across the centuries. <laughs> Mulder, this is impossible. I'm a doctor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. And anyway. then we capped off the evening. Uh, there was a screening of the original 1986 Highlander, Highlander film, and we got to watch we got all to the trailers on that DVD. All the trailers. The for, Spirit. Uh, the Spirit. One of the worst movies I have ever seen. Yep. Coming just to theaters soon in 2008. 2008. Yeah. <laughs> what else was on? There? Uh, Highlander, Highlander two. Highlander two. Uh, and Highlander the Source. The source. There's something else though, wasn't there? I thought there was one more. There Maybe might have been. There was like a horror movie. Yeah, oh it yeah, was. some nondescript. Ah, I wish I could remember. We we all wish that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that took up some time. That was good. Yeah, yeah. but they also gave us chicken tendies, <laughs> and Swedish meatballs. Keith, did you put a barbecue sauce or honey mustard on your chicken tendies? Both. Oh shit! But, but what kind more, of modern? I erred di- on the side of honey mustard. There's oh, okay. more honey mustard. Oh, you had me worried there. I was like, what kind of modern day Caligula puts both barbecue sauce and honey mustard on chicken tendies? <laughs> That's how I describe Keith. <laughs> modern I day Caligula. Yeah. <laughs> I had mine naked. Ooh. Mm. Oh. It's like Caligula in a different way. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very good, guys. Um, so yeah, that was uh, fun. It's always good to kind of you know. Hear the theme music in a group of people get really yeah, ramped up. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and we got to enjoy that sweet, sweet opening shot again. Like yeah. the, the, yeah, the opening. entire opening sequence of that movie is just yeah, just gold. Pretty awesome. So, um, I think that about does it. Yeah, uh, we watched a lot of Teen Titans Go. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that. Actually, I haven't <laughs> seen Teen Titans Go. Uh, it's pretty good. It, it is insane. hysterical yeah. and it's yeah. insane. So everyone should watch that. That was another highlight of this trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
A Highlander. <laughs> Lights. Light. What? What? Right. Mr. Fish. <sighs> Very good, everyone. So uh, we're about to start day two here at the convention. Uh, right. So stay tuned, and we're going to be having a recap of today, hopefully, um, soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. And, oh, uh, stay tuned on Facebook. And if you have any questions for us, message us on Facebook today, and we will, can get back to you and maybe uh, do some live videos about whatever you're asking or who knows. Uh, but we got some fun stuff coming your way. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. All right, we've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.